Hello, welcome to the Fiduciary Talk podcast brought to you by FI360. My name is Ben Aiken, Vice President of Learning and Development at FI360. Today we are talking with Wes Stillman, who is founder and CEO of Right Size Solutions, which provides IT management services for the wealth management community. Wes was recently a guest presenter on an FI360 webinar addressing cybersecurity for advisors, as well as a contributor to a guest post on the FI360 blog. Wes, thank you for joining us. And thank you so much for having me. So why don't we begin by having you tell us a little bit about why cybersecurity is such a big concern right now. Well, I think um, it, it can be summarized into a simple word, just awareness. Uh, there's been a lot of press and discussion about very high-profile cases, everything from Home Depot to Target, NASA. And while not to delve into the politics, but it's even been uh, covered on, on the presidential debates. So I, I think everyone's becoming a little bit more aware. Our own President Obama addressed the summit on cybersecurity and consumer protection at Stanford University in February of this year. And not just the U.S. has this problem. It's a global issue. The European Network and Information Security Agency actually held a cybersecurity exercise at the end of 2014 that involved 29 countries and 200 organizations. I think the primary reason that we are really concerned is that we as business owners and just plain consumers are starting to recognize the consequences and the havoc that these attacks have on our business, economy, and national security. In what ways is cybersecurity particularly worrisome for uh, advisors who are in our audience right now? Yeah, I, I think to some extent there, there's a lot of truth to the fact that cyber criminals are moving down the food chain. Fortune 500 companies are, are dedicating multiple millions of dollars in their budget to beefing up their cybersecurity, which is uh, you know, something completely out of the scope for an RIA. Advisors have access to a lot of sensitive information, and make no mistake, the regulatory agencies realize this too. Advisors are also worried about consequences like, of course, the regulatory penalties, the legal liability, reputational risk, which to me translates to survival and how it could destroy one's livelihood. What worries me is that a lot of times I see advisors approaching cybersecurity in maybe a naive or maybe inadequate way. I think we all look for the easy button to solve our problems. Sometimes advisors believe that moving their data and applications to the cloud will just simply make all their problems go away. Software as a service or cloud-based applications do offer a tremendous advantage to advisors like removing most of, if not all of, the, the IT hardware uh, requirements and all of the management and costs that come with owning your own IT infrastructure. Not only that, cloud providers typically invest heavily in cybersecurity. But the truth is that the cloud is not synonymous with security. Just because a third party owns the infrastructure that may house your applications and data, it does not absolve the advisor of any of the, the consequences or risk of a cybersecurity attack. In fact, it, it may actually increase the 
amount of due diligence required to vet an advisor's providers and vendors and the multitude of providers your cloud applications might use. Let me kind of explain that for a second, just briefly. You may pick a CRM ABC or you know a portfolio management solution that's in the cloud, but that doesn't mean that that provider of that software owns the infrastructure. They may be outsourcing that to Amazon or Google or Microsoft or even Rackspace. So it, a, an advisor really needs to get in there and understand where their data is and how it's being managed. I think it will increase the complexity of understanding and creating a disaster recovery plan that covers the outage or complete demise of a cloud vendor themselves. Advisors also need to understand the vendor's policy with respect to security breaches i.e. The, the vendor's remediation, notification, liability, etc. Data restoration may be more complicated, and I believe advisors need to be sure to understand how their providers have an ability to restore data and even versions of data. Using the cloud also makes um, advisors reliant on their vendor's continual investment in security. And they need to understand what that investment is. Interaction and integration between cloud providers may actually increase the number of vulnerability points that may be attacked. So it's wonderful news that a CRM and a portfolio management solution and maybe a rebalancing solution, they might all be separate vendors and they may all be in the cloud and they may all have integration points. And every single one of those points needs to be vetted to be sure that they're not vulnerable to attacks. One last thought on this is that moving from a centralized, very controlled IT infrastructure to a more decentralized model like using multiple cloud applications is that the management of end devices becomes the critical vulnerability and must be managed by the advisor as does the individual access to all of the cloud-based applications. Let's consider these points for a minute. If an employee has credentials to access a business application on the cloud, it is likely they can access it from any device that they have as long as those devices have access to the internet, of course. To me, this puts a huge burden on an advisor to manage and control any potential device that an employee may have access to. It can be managed. There is a cost to it, and it requires resources to manage how an advisor is going to manage their cloud environment. I want to be clear, I, I'm not saying that moving to the cloud-based applications should be avoided, not at all. I'm only suggesting that the move may solve a lot of concerns and problems that advisors see with owning their own infrastructure, but it may also create other concerns that the advisor must consider and address. So what are some primary steps that advisors should take to address cybersecurity risks, uh, especially if they have limited resources to dedicate to the issue? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, first, I, I think we need to realize that this is not a one-and-done kind of task. 
this will be an ongoing and really an iterative process. And it's mainly because cyber attacks are, are not static. They're evolving, and as such, we have to have an evolving prevention plan. I think the next best prevention step you can do is get help from professionals that are familiar with your regulatory compliance and encountering cybersecurity attacks. I think it's best to spend your money to understand and identify where you may be vulnerable that is specific to your setup and your operation. I think only then can you consider the actual risk posed to your business survival based on the identified vulnerabilities. To me, this is where most advisors fall a little short. Okay, so maybe there you have some vulnerabilities, but does that mean that that vulnerability justifies the cost to remove the vulnerability or maybe is there a lower cost solution that may reduce the risk to an acceptable level um, and, and help prevent that vulnerability from being exploited? I, I try to strongly suggest to our clients, don't get hung up in the weeds. Try to view the whole picture of your operation and remember to document your analysis. It will come in handy if you ever have to justify your decisions. This is something regulatory agencies are looking for more and more, and that's that documentation, the reasoning behind what you're doing. Simple reminders of some things uh, you can do to improve your security. Definitely, you want to use multi-factor authentication. You want to keep your systems up to date with updates to the operating systems, and that includes things like your phones, your tablets, PCs, Macs, anything you use to access your business-based applications. You also want to make sure that your antivirus and malware on all of those devices are up to date. And this is just a good point to remind everybody, a phone, a tablet, whatever you might be using is a computer and has a vulnerability. I was asked the other day how secure a, a Chromebook was. And, it, you know, we, we had that discussion. They said, well, gosh, it's so secure you don't even need antivirus or malware on it. My only response to that was, it's because it's already built into the Chromebook. It's there. You might not know it's there, but it's there, and it should be on every single device you're using. Last but not least on this point, only access your business applications from your business-based devices. Do your best to try to keep your, your business life separate from your personal life and think twice before using a family computer to access your client data. Well, so far we've been talking about prevention measures, but what if an advisor does find itself at the wrong end of a cyber attack or data breach? Uh, what should their immediate steps be in that case? I, I, would, I would call my lawyer and then my psychiatrist, but, but I'm actually. Um, it, it might not be a bad idea, though, to, to contact your compliance and your legal advisors. Y your first actions will depend on what type of breach it is. So is the breach a data security issue, like access to private information that may have been compromised? Or is it more of a sabotage attack, like ransomware? That's important to decide what those things are. But in all cases, you're going to pull out your security plan and your recovery plan, and you're going to begin to execute on those plans. You'll want to follow your regulatory requirements and your own policies for notification, 
We believe it's important to clearly communicate to your employees followed by your clients. That way you have one solid message going out. In the event of a security breach, you'll want to consider any remediation steps that need to be taken as well as the action plan to minimize another occurrence. One of the worst attacks may be a sabotage attack like ransomware. So in those events, you're going to want to immediately move to your restoration plan for your data, get your data restored, and make sure you consider what data you need first. And finally, for any listeners who are interested in learning more or getting in touch with you, can you tell us where you can be found online or on social media? Yes, thank you, Ben. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. We just published our Managing Your Company's Cybersecurity White Paper, which provides 10 actionable items that firms can immediately put in place. The white paper is available on our website at www.rightsize-solutions.com. I can also be reached through my email, which is wn, as in Neil Stillman, at rightsize-solutions.com, or you can just give me a call, 913-396-4601. And again, Ben, thank you so much for the uh, opportunity to have this discussion today. Yeah, thank you again, Wes, uh, for joining us and taking the time to answer some questions. Uh, and as a reminder, you can find Wes's guest posts on our blog, as well as access a recording of our recent cybersecurity webinar in the resources section of our website, www.fi360.com. Uh, thank you very much for joining us.